And welcome back, everybody, for another episode, a special Hello. episode, actually, of very the Three Browns. Episode. We are very, very excited. Apologies, guys, that we weren't here last week, um, but we, we wanted to save up a really special and interesting uh, episode that we're about to Ooh, yeah. unload Ooh, into the yeah. world. We've got a special guest here, KJ Hennessy. Oh, hello. oh yeah! Let's oh, go. Thank you, sir, for coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish we had like a live audience to give a bigger clap. Than <laughs> yeah, he deserved a bigger clap than that. That was pretty good. That <laughs> yeah, can, no, again, intro so, music. Yes. Yeah, 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 sort yeah. of. Really. You need a beatbox like intro. Oh well, yeah, yeah. we've been talking about this. We've been trying to get an intro oh. song going. Obviously, we can't do a rip off uh, an already out there song. So we've been asking if there's anyone got a beat that they might be able to put together or something that we can maybe add on top, mm. our names or a little thing. And you just offered <laughs> yeah, the beat. No. Oh, just go ahead. Three. <laughs> Three browns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we out. Yes. We out here, bro. <laughs> I mean, that was just off Search the top of over. my dome. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I gotta say something. That fucking slaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I want to see a t-shirt with that on. I need to see a t-shirt with that on. I might buy one. Yeah. Three, three I'm bro- saying it. Now, three man. browns, but whispered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little chili emoji in the middle. Yeah, That's what I'm I love sure. that. Yeah. But well, thank welcome. you again. Welcome and yeah, thank you again, man. I'm my, you. My pleasure to be out here. No, it's beautiful. I mean, who would have thought this day would have come from humble beginnings at the UNSW Village in. 2010. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come straight in here and just quickly ask, how did it all start? How did it all I start? I mean, how did you two meet? So, Chimera and you guys have known each other? Yeah. yeah for quite a while? We, we, we've been here. We've been here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, man. You do the... Yeah, I, I first moved to Sydney from Diamond Beach, which is up near Foster, Tarwee, uh, Tari, <laughs> Waramai land, mid-coast yeah. region. Yeah. Wow. And I moved to UNSW. Um, my fellow alumnus. Once you UNSW. That's a strong alumni. I Number one like, ranking in Australia. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> here we go. But, but not when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not when we were there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was my first time moving out of home at 18. Um, I thankfully had both parents who were like, we'll support you and, and move you, nice. you know, move your, uh, your gear. Um, they supported me in the, the move that is, yes. um, and they support me generally in other things. Uh, thank you, mum and dad. Shout <laughs> yeah, out. No, shout shout out, out. Parents. Just, just yeah. want to say, I had a quick chat to Kieran's mum on the phone. Uh, when like, I met him about half an hour ago or an hour ago now, <laughs> and I hadn't spoken to her, I think since that day. the first <laughs> night, yeah. the first day that he's about to explain that he moved in <laughs> to the dorm room that I was living in, in literally into the my room. room. So like when I way, was leaving and yeah. I met his parents, they were absolutely lovely. Shout out to you both. Mwah. You raised a, a, raised a very good one. Yeah, good you. Nice. Um, but good. it was a pretty, yeah, pretty funny. Well, yeah, the, the way that UNSW Village was working was that their leases were 12 month leases. So like 1st of Jan, you move in or you could move in and then you leave 31st of December, right? Mm. A lot of the other colleges that weren't like apartment based were with, you'd have to leave during the summer. And I was like, nah, man, I want to yeah. live in Sydney. I want to, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, a country yeah. boy. I want to learn about life, yeah. love <laughs> and all the betweens. Yeah. <laughs> In the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, as soon as I can get in there, I'm getting in there. Yeah. So first of Jan, you know, obviously didn't do much for New Year's Eve that year, yeah. but Chom did. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big night. Um, just a very big night. Yeah, yeah. So we, oh, we walk. <laughs> bloody pineapple juices. I knew, I knew you'd be on the pineapple. Love the pineapple. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind a bit of pineapple either. Yeah. You know? yeah. um, that's why we get along so well. You know? Yeah, no, exactly <laughs> right, yeah. So I walk in with my mum and dad. I've got, yep. you know, we got bags strapped on our shoulders. It's been, you know, we drove four hours to get there and deal with mm. all the admin. And it's like, it's a big day. 
Um, so we opened it up and we knew that like it's New Year's Day. It might yeah. be a bit of carnage here and there. But at least the room would be empty, which it was. So thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. I got that much of my back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't have to chase him for a bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always a plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, this is my room here on the right, which was John's old room. And then you walk into the living room and dining room and then the rest of the um, apartment with the bedrooms and bathroom. So basically the first thing we got to see... I mean, Chum couldn't be in the bedroom because he doesn't live anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I had a big but he, night. But he was there. I needed somewhere to cry. He was in the oh, ecosystem. Wow. And, you know, okay, all yeah. his friends are still there. So it's just him basically spread eagled <laughs> on the living room floor. <laughs> living room floor. <laughs> yeah. Living room floor. The daylight is I was 20 coming years in. old, guys. I was 20 years this old. This is a bro. shaft uh... of light just like <laughs> on You saw a shaft? A shaft. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Shaft of light. Shaft of light. Sorry. Shaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beaming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um... I mean, it has been described that way too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So okay. Ch- no, Ch- no, no, John no. warned me about not being too naughty. I know, oh, yeah, no. Well, you're bringing out at him, I think. I, I think you can definitely tell that you were friends. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Different sides come out at him. Woof. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, obviously, like he had to have all his shit out yeah. of the room as well. So all of his gear is like packed, like you know, stacked, falling yeah. off the couches and around where his head is. Basically, using you know, his luggage as pillows and. Um, nice. And we were just like, sorry, mate. <laughs> He's just like stirring like a koala in a bushfire, like water. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Um, and and like, it's been history ever since. <laughs> wow. I, I've got a question. So when you got in the room for the first time, what was like, surely, you know, when I, when I leave shit, I leave shit. What was the thing that was there for like months and months? And you found it later and you're like, what the fuck is this? And you realize what Chimera is. Uh, I... Probably his friends that stuck around. <laughs> he wasn't the only one. Like, so we our mate sh- <laughs> Chom left, but I we still had Sheik. Uh, <laughs> we still had Sheik. We still had Tom living oh, in there. Never Christmas. No, he didn't have any belongings or anything. He cleaned oh, it all out, you know, so yes. he was a good boy there. But we did have a nice little community of friends Absolutely, who were still man. there. So Chom would be around a Where'd fair you bit. Go, bro? When you left this place? I uh, went straight back to Armadale. I'd just finished my bachelor's. Oh, right. And didn't have a dime to my name at that point. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't really pay to yeah. stay in the village now that I've finished studying. Yeah. So I literally packed up, went back to Armadale, yeah. uh, moved in with the parents again. Yeah. Um, and then did a year of youth work there, then came back to UNSW for postgrad. So it was a little, saved up a lot that year <laughs> and then came back to do some... And you kicked him out study. of his place when you got back. <laughs> no, then I moved out with one of the friends, Sheik, oh. uh, that was living in. No, he wasn't living. He was dating oh, one of the girls right. that lived in that house. Oh, yeah. it's all. That's right. Wow. That's woof. Yeah. yeah. I, can, sorry, I keep saying woof. I'm like, I'm on a podcast. I'm nervous. A <laughs> <laughs> <I> woof. <laughs> You'll hear a lot of weird sounds. But it's out good. Of we still keep in touch. We talked to Sheik, he said last week, too. Yeah, about yeah. 13 years that we've known each other Whoa, now, which is crazy. Damn. Yeah, which you is. Know, um, and I think there was a period we, I didn't see you for like five, six years, and then we reconnected. I think for my thirtieth. Yeah, because um, I had I wasn't consistently in Sydney, so yeah, even, even during uni, I went to Texas for a year on exchange. Um, wow. Yeah, and then after I did a bit of full time work after graduation, I moved back. I th- actually no, I just pissed off, and went overseas for a year. Yeah, came back, was not living in Sydney. Then got a job in Sydney, back in the music industry, and then just kept going back and forth between Sydney and my hometown. 
because Sydney can get a bit wild, especially when you're young, dumb, yeah. and oh, yeah. full of grand ideas. Okay. <laughs> One of which has made its way into an actual book, yeah, which is yeah. very exciting. Let's, huh? let's do that plug All right that now. All that potential. Here's a wolf. Here's a wolf. Wolf, wolf. There's so many things that like you can dissect there because you talked about music. Then I went to Texas, and I'm just like, oh, now we're going to the book. It's like, where do we jump in? I'm glad I'm not getting interviewed because it'd be like, I went to high school and (laughs) job, and you're a fat man. Pay rent and stuff. Pay rent and taxes in Australia. (laughs) I went to Queensland once. (laughs) (laughs) I want to. I want to know your deepest ethoses, man. There's so much more to you. I know. Bro, you run a podcast, so you yeah. need to have shit to talk about. No, 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 definitely. How have you survived? What do you mean? He said he went to Queensland once. Yeah. That's why I'm not doing a solo podcast. Yeah. 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 I've got two other people I heavily rely on. For no, content. no, this guy has a million stories. Yeah. Right? We've only heard the tip of the iceberg, I reckon. Uh, indeed. No, but yeah, man, book. Yeah, t- so, all right. Dude, pl- can I ask a question? Yeah, yes. What is a book? Yeah. <laughs> they're hard to read We might sometimes. have to... So Honestly, Gibbs not, not been to Queensland. Yeah, yeah, all right? yeah. So, so he's been to Queensland, <laughs> I haven't been to Queensland. You've heard of our podcast, so yeah. you can imagine maybe the listeners we have. Yeah. So yeah. you might need to explain. Just, right, just I, I, I'm going to pay much more respect to your listeners. Guys, I love you. Don't listen to them. Buy my book. Yeah. I just want to say... Which is called The Org, to answer your original We're going to plug the shit out, but trust me. Uh, Kieran is one of the few people I know that is extremely creative, Mm. but he does it in multiple ways. He was a musician. He still is a musician, right? DJ at some of the best venues in Sydney. Mm -hmm. Um, A writer. He's been paid to write, written for many different um, publications. He came up with his own manifesto, philosophical manifesto about... How, a, how society can function in a good way for wow. the environment, for yeah. people. Damn. And he's written this book. So we're, it's very difficult to pinpoint what we want to tackle first. Like you were saying, <laughs> right? exactly, where do we yeah. start? But I think the journey would be good. You know, what was, yeah. when did you start? I remember when we first met, we clicked on R&B music. We just started singing, beatboxing, rapping, making tunes. A lot we of were, Craig David. We were doing, yeah, that's oh. it. Oh. I'm walking away <laughs> from the troubles in my life. Yeah. I'm walking away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. That's the intro. Oh no, we get copyright. That's yeah, yeah. copyright. Sorry, Craig. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> okay, by the end of this episode, we're gonna find some intro music. Yeah, right? we're gonna Something find we Craig. Gonna work. We're gonna find Craig. Craig get his endorsement yeah, yeah. on did, the copyright. I did meet that absolute rando <laughs> on the corner of the street in front of establishment yes, a few did. years ago. Wait, Craig He's David. Craig David. He was no just joke. standing there. <laughs> it was like temp- I was with Sheik. Did you start going? I'm walking away. He was literally walking. Okay, sorry. He was literally walking. So run it back. Run it back. What happened? You so me and Sheik at establishment having a couple of beers, catching up. Walk to the street to go to the next place. Walking towards the crossing, and I just see a random dude standing there, and I—it was Craig David. I, I could recognize him, right? And first of all, yeah, he was shorter than I thought, <laughs> but his face instantly—you're like, that's the dude. No, but for yeah. two seconds, were you like, if I, if I go in, yeah, and it's not, yeah, you're open for criticism. And the guys, yeah. the guys, just like this. Always happens when I'm in Sydney. It's always the fucking Sri Lanka. Love their arm band. My name is David Craig. (laughs) (laughs) David's David. (laughs) Two first names though, you can't trust me. I will tell you, this is the craziest part of this story. On Instagram the night before, um, we'd just released Milson's Bros, I think Places to Go, or Walking on Water. And I wanted I knew that he was in Sydney. Places to go. So I DM'd Craig David on Insta and I was like, hey bro. 
Just here's so the know. track. Would love you to hear it. Obviously, I do that like to like 50 people. Mm. And I'm like, one snag's all you need. And then I saw him the next day at the crossing and I went, holy shit. This shit always, <laughs> shit just happens, right? Yeah. Random yeah, shit yeah, like this just yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. And I went, and I went, oh, Craig. <laughs> And he just turns around. Craig. He's like, yeah. hey, what's up, my man? Yeah. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Just gave him a big high five. Like, hey, hey. I was like, how was the show? And he goes, oh, it was banging, bro. It was banging. It was an amazing turnout. Amazing turnout. Very happy with it. But he was done for the day, right? This guy had been performing all day. It was like 10 p.m. Yeah. He was like, it was him and like a laddie looking yeah. random dude. Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, what are you after, mate? What are you doing tonight? You know, you, you're looking to party. You're looking, what's the plan? And he goes, oh, man, I'm just looking for some food, to be honest. And I was like, all right, well, if you want a party, the establishment goes off. And if you want food, Mac is that way. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Mac is that way? He's like, good shout, bro. Good shout. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. by the way, I DM'd you on Instagram yesterday about a track. And he goes, no way. And he yeah. goes, actually? And he goes, bro, that's how the world works. He goes, that's how the world works. And he never read my message. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was right. That's yeah, how yeah. the world works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, people like you DM people like me. <laughs> <laughs> and you never heard from me again. <laughs> Good anyway, thing you didn't record it. Yeah, yeah. Glad you were only. But we did connect on Craig Day. We yeah. just started singing random tunes. Nice. Um, and I remember I was like, this guy's just, he's just full of creativity, full of energy. And everyone that met him just loved him. They were yeah, like, this nice. kid's a legend. Yeah. Felt like a little brother to yeah. me. I was like, mate, just moving into this place that yeah. we've just freaking. Yeah, yeah. it did yeah. slot in nicely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I so appreciate your kind words. Nice. Well, potential was all there. So tell us, man. Uh, in terms of the creative yeah. journey from that point. Yeah. Well, that you're talking like OG days when I I knew I knew how to write back then, mm. but when you move to Sydney and you're doing uni, and I didn't actually do uni for anything creative. Um, I did commerce and international studies. The most <laughs> most creative well, part was yeah. what you know me trying to get away with stuff in business law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and marketing. I guess marketing was creative. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know I've learned now that basically only the one oh ones of marketing still apply, like cause the landscape's very different these yeah. days. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty wild. But um yeah. but yeah, so I I wasn't really cultivating anything other than oh, maybe I'll be a writer. But I'd also been pushed away from it by general cues from society, right? So like, even if what sort of cues like So you even though if your parents are like, oh this will yeah, you, you're really good at this. You've had a lot of positive um, reinforcement, you know, I'd been flown down to Sydney by the Sydney Morning Herald for a, sh a nice. couple of short stories that I'd won a competition for, blah, blah, blah. Nice. So like I knew we, and some of the people around me knew that it was a, a thing that I could write, but this is also before like self-publishing. This yeah. is, and this is at an age where you're 18, you're a country boy yeah. moving to the city. There's a lot of things you want to do that don't really involve writing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and studying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and you're writing all the time anyway of shit you don't want to write necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last thing you want to do, you know, the first thing you do want to do is party. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had never really drank alcohol before as well. So I was like, damn, how'd how yeah. me fool, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you to pick that? You're a party animal, bro. Oh, uh, look, you know, I had, I'd had to. knew a... that with you. I was the first time I met you and you. you first... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd done this before. Oh, boy. he's from, yeah. he's from, yeah. from uh, Well, yeah, I did yeah. have a few months lead in that summer, you know, yeah. HSC yeah. period. HSC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so then I, I wrote a bit and I think I submitted something to like a Qantas partnered competition. It was a bunch of shit. There was like short stories, some stuff that was not finished. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was not finished was just me writing fucking bullshit about 
what I was kind of living through, which was a lot of just ratchet stuff and um, a lot of culture clash. Mm. Um, even just the way we would use terminology. Um, you know, I was meeting you guys and you're talking about the Browns for the first and, 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 and various other terminology. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, you know, cause we have, yeah. we, we don't have much of that up home. I was well traveled. I went to India when I was like 14 oh, and right. okay. smashed through the, the glass ceiling pretty quickly there. Yeah. And, um, since then I had traveled Southeast Asia on a budget with, um, mum and dad and my sister. So like, Beautiful. but you were still getting immersed in this world that you hadn't, you were, it took a fair bit to navigate. And this is before social media was proper. Yeah. I don't think I didn't have a smartphone until end of first year uni. Right? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. so I didn't have in social media on my phone until yeah, end of that year. Mm, yeah. Um, this is before a conversation around, um, the change the date for first nations, yeah, um, yeah. uh, acknowledgement and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there was very, even then it was, and I'm like, what are we talking 12 years ago? It was only, yeah. it was a very different world then even. Um, so a lot of this clash was happening mm. and I was writing about it in a way that probably wasn't as considered as it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we're also just talking about the ratchet stuff, the, yeah. you know, drinking and, you know, uh, experiencing things with girls and otherwise for the yeah. first time. And the writing was just, was also a ratchet. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember like it, it just didn't go down that well. Um, like with my mom and, and, and with myself to some extent. And I was like, you know what? I, I just don't need to do this right now. Like I'm doing a lot of mm. other stuff. Um, yeah. uh, uni takes up a lot of time. I was also trying working, you know, you need to, mm. um, keep, keep that money coming through, yeah, especially right, when yeah. you're young, Ooh, yes. you know, you're young. And like you said, you know, got dollar to your name. Man. Um, so just I, text that, huh? Yeah. Woot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, it's just going to be woof and woot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Cash a t-shirt with that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was yeah. partying a lot and I, and I've always loved music. I used to write, you know, acoustic songs, but just for fun. Um, yeah. Still played guitar, but again, you know, partying was getting in the way of that. But I realized like we needed music at all our parties, right? Yeah. And I loved the idea of being able to DJ. I started to figure out what a DJ was. Yeah. Someone from the country doesn't, you don't really experience. Nah. Like that, that's not a thing. You know, that's not a career even, let alone, it's not a thing, let <laughs> yeah. alone a career. You put an iPod on back yeah. when that's that was exactly. a you press. Spacebar, yeah, and the song, and then you party. Come yeah. back when we close, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and then pay me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was partying. Yeah. Um, one of my friends, Gibran. Um, shout oh, out yeah, Gibran. Um, yeah, he's back in Lahore, Pakistan. These, oh, and just moved to Dubai. But yeah. um, he had a um tractor S4, so it's like a MIDI um dj controller all in one unit you have to sit, hook it up to your laptop so you get all your which, which made sense to me because i had all the itunes yeah, stuff yeah. From, yeah. and this is before streaming as well so this is man uh, this podcast be making me I feel know, I hella old. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, keep saying, you remember that. I want to say, yo, I don't remember that. Okay, but moving forward, regardless. <laughs> um, and I was like, I, I, he had the gear and he, and he mm. was like, yeah, I'll, I'll show you how, how it works. And then mm. this was a semester before I moved to, to Texas. Yeah. So he, I kind of learned the ropes, but not enough to be fully like, I'm in this. Yeah. And then he had to leave. I had to leave. Um, I didn't really pick it up in Texas. Again, a lot of partying, you know, being 2021, 20, um, uh, yeah. Aussie boy in America. It's oh, pretty wild. Mate. 
Yeah. My priorities were very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wasn't getting the acoustic guitar out at 10 p.m. on a Friday. A bit of Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was definitely. <laughs> I might go check that party. Oh, uh, look, I, if that was at an after party, though. Yes. Yeah. You'd be yes, the guy. Exactly. Yeah, you need to combine them. Uh, yeah. I come from a land down under. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's arses. tick. Tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those asses. And, um, <laughs> quick side note did you yeah. hear that apparently Australian accent is like the second most sexiest in the world? Ooh, what's the first? You wouldn't know. believe the nah. answer. Sri Lankan? I told I have my confidence. Guess, 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 guess the number one, go. Like Irish. Oh, that's a good Irish is third. Spanish or French? Irish is third. Spanish yeah, but Spanish French. is that like Spain Spanish? Chilean? Chilean's a, be, oh, got some different say, shit going you, on. You, that's a good question. The Catalanians or which one are we talking? It boys. Yeah. It's not the Sri <laughs> it's not Sri Lankan, but it is New Zealand. Oh, Ooh, wait, so, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that makes great sense. Hey, why would it be Sri Lankan? Well, yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> wait a minute, what do you mean? Sri Lankan's fourth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth. Sorry, I didn't yeah. get that far. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry, there we go. go. All right. Uh, Hey, hey, Greg. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> All right, man, I gotta, I gotta start. Uh, yeah, sharpening up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make it a bit thicker. Fashion yeah, chops. Fashion yeah, chops. Lay that shit on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Texas came and went, and at the end of Texas, I was like, I know what I want to do. During Texas, I'd gone and seen um some old friends and an ex in Montreal. I'd played a gig at the McGill. Oh yeah. Uh, the University, University of McGill at their yeah. bar, like student bar, and I was like, this is fun. Yeah. yeah know how to do what's going on um yeah. so i oh no that was the second time i went to montreal um so I mu- no i mustn't have dj'd at all that year really but i knew i wanted to and yeah. oh no what i had done bringing it back to chom here yeah yeah so chom and chic when we're in that little house first yeah. year my first year uni yeah. the den. um they taught i think den. yeah the den <laughs> i don't know if we called it anything but we, <laughs> no, it, you guys it, you it, it was void of gone it was just the crib man it was the crib. Crib. your creative brain that I think battleship galactica or something oh cool. shit. <laughs> shit that could have got that would have been wild yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no secrets yeah if we it have was have, the study zone man i kept telling yeah yeah okay for all the mums all the mums and dads all the mums and dads listening we did live with three doctors and that pretty much all he did was study at the time so we, we yeah, definitely yeah. danced out the house absolutely there was a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't see this but he's winking heavily no i'm not <laughs> yeah. for the record <laughs> that's why i record these episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mitigate yourself against me but yeah so chic was like do you do you know about this thing called fruity loops and yeah. um i was like is that a cereal i don't know um <laughs> but it's uh, and these days it's called fl studio and it's um it's basically like ableton um for anyone who knows um daws um yeah. which um oh what are they something audio Logic. audio um what it stands for i yeah. can't remember but digital, digital audio music. interfaces basically yeah. Yeah. yeah so it basically condenses a production studio into uh, which is out of the box mm. into your laptop which is in the box wow. so mm. um and i had no idea what i was doing sheik didn't know what he was doing you didn't i don't no, think you, yeah we you were just like yo man. spit bars bro i'm like <laughs> we don't even have a microphone yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't care. Drink, just spit yeah, it. Just spit it. M. You're Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye can do it when he's on freestyle. Yeah. 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 And again, this is before we had phones that like even like they yeah. could make calls, but they weren't recording 
like the w- shit that we do and now. Right? Yeah. They were granules. Like, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Send it to us. Oh, I can. Yeah, I think that's my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just took all my credits. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Credit to send you anything. Oh shit! Yeah, I can only send two hundred more kilobytes. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. <laughs> that's like three, three. That's actually like three photos back. It then. was back then. Uh, <laughs> dude, dude, I have a polyphonic ringtone. Put it in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah press play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there copyright on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we could get you into the the theme oh, song. Oh yeah. So many options yeah, now yeah, yeah. that are all copyrighted. Now. <laughs> yeah. So I started playing around with that, kind of didn't really know what we we're doing, and then that was kind of it. And then in Texas, I had all this spare time because it was like pass fail. Yeah. Um, and you know, why would I be? And, and we, it was I was doing interesting stuff academically, and something that like I know you'll appreciate, you guys probably as well. You know, studying because I was doing international studies and co- commerce is two completely separate. Yeah, it's like two degrees in in yeah. one kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So in America, you still have to do the subjects that relate to your shit. So I'd be in one class learning about global marketing and NAFTA, like the North American Free Trade yeah. Agreement, yeah, yeah. and how good it was for America and Canada, and like it spurred on all these jobs in Mexico, yeah. and mm. it's this wonderful thing that yeah. um I think it was the Bush administration. Anyway, all all of them, all the American yeah. uh, corporates were like, yeah, it's such a good thing, and that's what yeah. you're getting taught. Mm. And then my next class would be like Mer- Mexican American history, yes, where you learn about how terrible NAFTA was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, maquiladoras, which and, and like feminicidos, and like these are like basically like factories that are built. Right on the border, get all the campesinos from like further south to go. Hey, you know, you can make it big in these American factories. Obviously, they couldn't. Mm. Um, but the more supply of labor that you sent that way, mm. the easier it was to exploit the labor force, yeah. right? Oh, so, yeah. sent as many people up there, and then left them in poverty in like urban border towns. Um, had buses that, you know, if you're waiting for a bus to work and the bus was already full, you were going to be late for work, oh, and yeah. if you weren't. Before, you know, if you weren't in yeah. there on time, you didn't have your shift. So yeah. you didn't get paid and you had to figure out how to go back home and support your family. Yeah. Blah, blah. And then um, that combined with just the general, like, um, yeah. you know, outlaw vibes going on. Um, and the fact that your labor force is treated like nothing. Like, yeah. so feminicidos, which is basically fe- feminist, uh, like basically the killings of women oh yeah. wow yeah. um so a lot of a lot of this kind of stuff that came out of, and because you know there were no protections in nafta for labor yeah. no protections for the environment mm. so it's just complete exploitation yep and then i leave that class and i'm like what the fuck so man i'm like, learning everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so i'm paying all this money to learn that everything's wrong <laughs> yeah yeah but it, the crazy thing is you needed to be in both classes to That's get it. both sides yeah, and it was just a very wow. I, I i often use i i repeat that in the very rare occasion that I'm talking about this, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good uh, illustration, I guess, of America generally, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this completely opposed ideologies, yeah. um, news. Like if you're not reporting the truth, yeah. or one's, if you're only doing one version of the truth, that's it. That's, yeah. and, and if you have a whole graduating class that has only been on that commerce side, yeah. they're going to just keep perpetuating that kind of exploitative yeah. capitalism Potentially without even realizing what the problems are with that because they weren't in the other class. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I, I love Texas. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like general, just quickly. Ameri- yeah, yeah. Like Americans. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thoughts. no, like fan? Fan? Because you, you here's my thing. some people going, hate them, can't here's, stand Here's them. my thing with any country, right? Mm. I, I usually hate the government, love the people. I think that's a... A good yeah, way to right. approach it because the yeah. government shapes the people oftentimes. Yeah. So the people you can't you can't understand a 
population without understanding how they were brought up and mm. the systems mm. they've had to live under yeah. and be influenced by. Um, I mean, it doesn't make, give you a good excuse to be a fuckwit, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but yeah. you get to understand people more and, you know, even driving through the deep South, um, I think we did a road or I spent some time with my parents as well. You're going, you know, there's, there's more churches than anything. Oh. And it's, mm. you know, it's, it's just a very, biz- like, there's a lot of bizarre pockets to America and, but even in those bizarre pockets, people can be very friendly to, I mean, yeah. we're white Australians as well. Yeah. So I'm probably getting a different um, angle on it as totally well in certain areas. That as well. she oh, was yeah? like, she loved it. So the people were lovely, and, yeah. but like she, weirdly, she actually said that, that she goes, you know, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a white you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. woman with a very clear Aussie English accent. accent or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that was, it wasn't difficult to understand. So she goes, I've got a great experience. Yeah. yeah. Not saying that you wouldn't. She was like, oh, completely blew my mind. I was like, oh, they're going to be really up their own arm. I, yeah, yeah. I think my mum was really surprised. We we're in Montana and we, and Montana is just so beautiful. I, have you ever seen Arrival? It's no. a Netflix, it's a, a film on Netflix. I love it because it's mixing aliens with, um, yeah. literate, oh, not literature. I've seen like, it advertised. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So I was just picturing, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, sorry, not literature, linguistics. It applies mm. linguistics yep. in an alien film. And it's yep. got this really beautiful yes. scene where they come over the Montana mountains and you, you see that opening, that, sorry, it's not an opening sequence. It comes later, but that sequence, I love just seeing that sequence because you see these giant mountain ranges mm-hmm. and this huge valley in, in the middle. And when you're there in person, it's just endless sky endless landscape like so so much more vast than you can understand without being there and this opening scene has these mountains with this rolling um cloud cover rolling down off the top in this kind of almost like a cascading waterfall but it's just cloud cover going down and then obviously this wild looking thin alien tube (laughs) spaceship in the middle of it all which is adds to the effect but just montana itself like there's a reason john mayer has a you know massive branch there like it's just beautiful beautiful country um and there was a place in that in this beautiful area where they were really lovely people in this cafe full like four generations running this cafe and everyone's so lovely and charming and beautiful and trump shit was everywhere (laughs) it was just like covered in like um, j- yeah, the 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 most Trumpiest kind of place you could be. Yeah. I guess such a big big uh, area of support. Right? Yeah, yeah, and like you said, countries divided. And what's the? Yeah. Sorry, this is going to sound so yeah. Montana. That's not south. Uh, that, that's not the southern belt. That's more oh. like um. There's like a bunch of national parks, including. Um, is that sorry? Is that the state? Montana's a state. state yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. What's, um, the, what's the city in Montana? Do you know? Fuck no, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going back Ask my mum. She'll know. She yeah, knows yeah. all the itineraries the, back to front the for the last 20 the years. Is, I remember meeting this person once in a, in a club in Sydney. And the first thing, she's had a heavy American accent. So I mm. asked, you know, like, Yo, where are you from? She's like, I'm from Idaho. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was talking yeah. about I'm Idaho. Yeah. What'd you and call then, me? And then I literally was like, oh, cool, Idaho. And then I remember it was just after the um the 2016 federal uh presidential election, mm. right? And I just asked, I just like looked at it, I was like, oh, that's a that's like a Trump state, right? Just wanted to make conversations like, but I'm from the only blue voting county. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, damn oh. straight. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to let you know, because I see you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be friends. Yeah. This is, this is a was, safe conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can 
feel safe so around funny. me. <laughs> so funny. But, yeah, go on, but that's the thing, yeah, you know, you need, it, it is a, it represents yeah. shit that you don't want to be um, around really. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and so then to see it, I, I remember my mom going, I can't believe these people that are just beautiful people, charming, like hospitality vibes, blah, blah, blah. But that's like your politics in the background is division and ignorance yeah. and, and shouting. Um, well, I find it interesting because, you know, what you were talking about before about learning one thing at uni and then you get to see the other exactly. side and you've always had to sit with that kind of, mm. I guess, polarity is the word of, of perspective. Yeah, and, and all like humans should, right? And all, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big advocate of that, yeah. that's for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thinkers. see, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at it as in, Shut like, up. it Shut sort up. of proves, it proves, like, that you can, you should be able to have a conversation because the person that you're probably having that argument against or that, they're not a terrible person. Yeah. Mm. They just have those thoughts. Different, like, they think, uh, I think Different influences. Yeah. And so that's amazing, and like, when you finally disagree get to like that and you're like, wow, they're amazing. Yeah. It's like, oh, but you have that, that thought process or that, or that understanding in your head that, you'd like this yeah so it's it's that's where i'm like i like to bring people like that together and go brilliant we'll just talk about it mm, yeah because i know you're not a murderer yeah <laughs> you know, just because my side might go hey but those people on that side yeah. of this mm. sometimes you go talk it chat, out. but it's interesting as well man like i'm sure there's a lot of towns like that yeah. do does any of this kind of experience of this polarities of thoughts seep through in your writing like in the org or is it more yeah crazy? i mean both are in there for yeah, sure yeah. um yeah. Yeah, I guess to zoom out on the timeline, because <laughs> yeah, 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 I because I still ha I think I I still wasn't writing at this stage. If we go back to the Texas period, yeah, um, yeah. I was still just partying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the that balancing in that space has always, I think I've always naturally been drawn to that, um, because. And if you have any general, in if you have any interest in the truth, yes. You have to figure out what your source of truth is. Yeah. Your own two eyes, sure thing. But like you, you news, you're not there. Mm. So at the very beginning of just like being a young person trying to figure out where your true north is or where, you know, how you determine what things you take on board, your toolkit of in your approach to life and what things you need to maybe keep at arm's length but still consider mm. and other things to just reject. Um, that's something I was doing quite early because I valued finding the truth in things. Yeah. If you valued finding the truth in things, you can walk around life a lot more secure. Mm. Now, if you walk around secure with ignorance, then you're just going to be an arrogant idiot. <laughs> but if your, if your foundation is truth and the pursuit of it mm. and trying to, and, and later on, um, you know, I learned a lot more about the ego th and, and yep. you know, through meditation kind of, and, and Buddhism trying to mm -hmm. re remove a lot of that. And again, that's just the fun foundation of that is just trying to approach truth. Yep. So that definitely got in the book yep. as well as the music stuff, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I still didn't really get back into writing until I'd graduated. I was working for um, an electronic music festival called your paradise represent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and then I sadly left there because I actually had just wanted to go overseas and see some old friends, see some exes and just live, mm -hmm. you know, uh, post uni trying to figure out what my excuse me what the direction was going to be yeah and and creativity stuck with you through this whole time still did yeah so i definitely got more yeah. into djing yep. and then again working in the music industry you yep. know you're getting yeah. bookings and you start you know figuring out how to i mean i always used to love performing and dancing and acting and 
so DJing was like quite e Once you figured out how to DJ, yeah. like I was like, this is you my know. thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, we'd, I'd cut my teeth at parties at uni. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's funny how all those little experiences they they add, add up. up. At the yeah. time, you're like, I'm just doing this because it's fun, whatever. Well, I kind of, I could yeah. see that there was, especially once you, because, you know, to buy decks, I initially yep. bought like a cheaper, the same thing, the Tractor S4 that, um, that Gibran had had. But quite quickly, I realized that if you wanted, if you had the goal of performing in the clubs, you had to learn the CDJs, the Pioneer CDJs, right. you know, yep. beat matching is very much more manual um, yep. than using like an, a MIDI controller. These days, the CDJ 3000s are out and it's getting all even more digital. But yeah, so I ended up cashing in. I think I DJed like a, a uni party for... Um, the village actually village, yeah, they right. brought red bull in and like oh, they're like you yeah. can dj in the red bull truck nice i was like oh shit yeah, 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 yeah. i get up there in the in the pop tops off of yeah, the truck yeah. and the decks go like get elevated so you're standing basically like at the top of this truck like not a big truck but it's like yeah. you know yeah. big little, enough big yeah, enough yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> big enough to it's be called a texas truck yeah, big yeah. enough to be on instagram yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a wings bro don't worry oh that's it that's it it's a ute yeah it was a yeah um Parties out the back of Utes are actually fucking yeah. sick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> chuck it in the tray, you know, set up there, get a bit of elevation, hey. bit of mobility That's down it. the streets. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, and I realized I couldn't use the fucking CDJs because your yep. beat matching was so out compared to what you were used to with the more automated tractor gear. And mm. I was like, all right, if I wanted to take this, that was when I was like, do you want to take this seriously? Yeah. If so, go get some actual equipment so that you can just spend hours at home doing what you yeah. need to do, which is exactly what I did. I saved up the cash. Got a good deal on some secondhand gear and then the rest was history. So that I was doing that pretty well, but then I went overseas again yep. and just wanted to get lost basically and see some old friends. Um, during that time, I started writing again. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Just short stories. Yep. You know, it's just nibbling at you a bit and yep. you're like, let's just do this. You know, yeah. there's still the novel yeah, no, in me no, somewhere. You can't get away with that easily, bro. See, I'm a, I love creative people, so yeah. I want to know like a moat. For you, so you're, <laughs> you say it's like nibbling away. But, or was it you were out and something just happened and it just I, I, hit for, you for the novel said, idea? Yeah, or like the writing, just to get back into it. Did something happen? I think I was just, just went, I was like, drinking and someone said something. You went, I'm doing it. Okay, or actually, it yeah, good question. Um, I got back into the writing. Uh, I think because of this whole. You're feeling lost. You're in your early mid twenties. Yeah. Um. I'd kind of, you know, I was agnostic yep. atheist, which doesn't leave you too much yep. like good grounding yeah. for like you yeah. you need some kind of framework yeah. of of yeah, meaning, right? You need some kind of meaning in your life. Um to give reason. Yeah. You know, even if it's just your meanings like I'm gonna work hard to support a family. That's it. Like that's that that's all yeah. you need. But I didn't have a family. I mean, I wanna do my parents proud and, and not be yeah. a, a dickhead in my you know my social sphere <laughs> yeah. but beyond that it's like you know i and i especially me like i just the kind of person that needs justification for anything i do or yeah. anyone else does right yeah. if you can't justify this political policy if you can't justify why you're putting shit in your mouth mm. like if you're doing it because you want to and you're like it's a treat day or this is how i want to live then absolutely do it but if you're doing it mindlessly mm. or like not wanting to, but doing not it anyway. Yeah. And you start building this tension within yourself. That's not the way to go. Mm. And I was, and I was kind of just shooting in all directions at that yeah. point in my life, which is part of the reason why you travel. Yeah. Cause it gives you the Spot space on. to do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so I started writing, I think I was writing 
short stories that were kind of it was kind of a little bit gonzo journalism you know like hunter s thompson oh yeah started this thing called gonzo journalism yeah, where yeah, he I would remember. instead of like being a uh, um <laughs> being an unbiased journalist these days isn't necessarily a thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but back then the yeah, idea right. of journalism was to write with yourself as far removed from the story as possible right yeah, you have yeah. to be as objective, objective and as neutral yeah. as possible so to give the best yeah, Article, right? to yeah. The reader. The, yeah. So, so it would be clean. Um, but he was just like, "Fuck that," <laughs> because also, like, I think that er that era of writers also understood that journalism just is inherently biased because yeah. it's funded from certain places and managed yeah. in yeah, certain ways and yeah. has certain audiences that they're appealing to. So, the the whole Gonzo vibe was always something that I loved, and I yeah. was doing some wild things and and you know, overseas and just going through some stuff. I wouldn't say spiritually yet, but, um, I mean, it's all the same spiritually, mentally, emotionally, it's all the same to me. Yeah. So I was kind of playing with a few things in that sense and to process that writing is a great idea, whether you're a writer or not, you know, anyone listening, keep it, recommend? keep a journal, even mm. if it's like a, a few sentences and it doesn't have to be every day. A lot of writers are like, Oh, the way to be a writer is to write every day. Yeah. I'm like, hey, if I don't want to write that yeah. day, or if I know it's just going to be garbage, or I'm not, 100%, I'm not going to bother. But it is a good activity as like a discipline thing. Um, and if you are going through a hard time and you're yeah. like, I just can't figure out what, where to hang my hat, kind yep. of thing. Writing, you may not find that hook to hang your hat immediately, but it helps you start processing things that you might not otherwise be processing. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Bro, bro, I got to jump in there. Please, I please. I had this exact experience, man, in terms of like, I w maybe, I think it was about two, maybe two years ago. Around that time, I was like, I just going through this rough time where like sleep was not good. Just always kind of waking up in the middle of the night, always around four o'clock, right? Like four o'clock, wake up, head full of all these thoughts and I couldn't mm. get back to sleep, right? Mm. And one day I was just like, man, this is fuck. I get up <laughs> out of bed and I just went, I don't know what, why, but I went straight to my work, again, my work laptop. I just opened it up, thought, mm. start, and then I just started writing. Might as well get something done. Yeah, well, I, sort of, I, think, I think in that half awake moment, I thought, oh, I should do something productive because it's happening like so often that yeah. it's like, I'm like ruining my sleep and all this stuff, right? But I just opened up one of the Word documents and I just wrote this poem, right? Amazing. T typed it out and literally, as soon as I finished it, I was so tired, I just went to sleep, right? And I didn't look at it for ages. Like I just forgot it existed. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I was like doing other work shit and I found like, you know, where you close a document and it goes saved recovery. Then it just says docs. Doc. Yeah, like recent yeah, documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recent yeah. Documents. And I opened it, man. And I remembered the poem and I remembered like what I was feeling at the time. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, dude, I, then I, I read it in a voice note uh, and I sent it to my mates. I like, Shob and Tahi, And I was just like, Hey boys, do you reckon we could do something with this? I, like I, I think it's, okay like i think it's pretty like it mean, at least it mm. means a lot to me mm. maybe it'll mean something to other people and we shot this like short video stuff like shit you made a production out of yeah, it yeah that's that's right. what I mean. yeah yeah like, you said, went you went from zero to a hundred yeah, 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 yeah. i'm here like he skipped the whole travel <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. i'm oh, sure no, i just made it <laughs> no no well here's the thing uh i'm sure like so i need to save some money as well yeah. so i didn't want to, the traveling is very expensive true, so true, I, just, true, like, true, I just want to have a, i had a traumatic experience yeah. and wrote about it yeah, yeah. i ain't gonna yeah, find yeah, myself in bali that's expensive shit, bro. I've never been to Bali, by yeah, the way. Yeah, uh, well, one day yeah, soon. Yeah. But no, it's been so Texas. True. It was in Texas. 
in pain. It's tech. true. When you feel it, you just got to, uh, well, it. I'm impulsive, bro. I just did it. Mm. And then it was like, and it, 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 it like, once it was done, it was like one of these things where you're like, Catharsis. Damn, so cathartic, bro. Like, it helped me so much. Yeah. Even like, you know, when people say you create art, not for other people, but for, you, for yourself, yeah. that was what I felt, bro. I was like, this is, means a lot to me, whether people like it or not. But yep. luckily the reception was okay. But it was like one of those things that, yeah. I, and I guess it keeps going back to that book for me, bro. Like mm. I see it there sitting there on the table and I'm just thinking like, when you sat, cause I can't even sit down to do. How long did that take? <laughs> like, yeah. How well, long did that shit take? Bro? Hours, bro. So this yeah. is so I actually started writing it when I came back from that other year overseas. So I'd been writing short stories, I'd been writing non-fiction short stories that were like a bit gonzo-y, a bit wild, but mostly uh, non-fiction, mm -hmm. aka stuff that I was doing. So like yeah. City of Ten Thousand Buddhas when I stayed there in California, mm. wrote a story a, a whole piece thousand several several thousand words about wow. that but again it was non-fiction yeah it was creative but creative non-fiction yep. and i think i started writing the actual novel and going this is gonna be a fictional and i'd written some fictional dumb short stories in that year as well mm. but i think i got back in like the october november period 2016 and then that summer, I think, was, would have been when I started going, oh, okay, what's this story in yeah, the back of my... Yeah. Like, what's this novel? Because I had the idea of the two main characters, Bark and Christina, yeah. at that time. And I had this idea that I just wanted these, these two, a boy and a girl, um, who both kind of embody parts of me, but embody mm -hmm. other parts of other people as well, and just general human mm -hmm. characters that you make yeah, in yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just put them together in a situation that I had lived through, which was basically being in Sydney, out of your comfort zone, under rental pressures, under um, ex you know various levels of exploitation, wow. um, whether from government generally, um, whether run-ins with police, um, whether run-ins with police in relation to the music industry, through the mm -hmm. everything with lockout laws and stuff we were oh, facing. Yeah. Um, so were you, a D, were you a DJ coming up through that yeah. lockout? My whole, oh, man, my whole music industry oh, career right. started about like, I think, well, yeah, 2013 was when the lockout laws came in, right? Mm. I remember you fucking long ago. Yeah, it was yeah, 10 yeah. years ago, man. So I, I remember oh, you being very vocal at the time. Oh, I remember on me. Facebook, I think it was, and I was like, yeah, good on you, man. I, like, I just became a DJ, boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. bought the deck. Yeah. 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 I just bought a tractor. Yeah. What was it? No, yeah. 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 The DCJ. Yeah. 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 No, but like, yeah, I didn't even, that's actually a good question because when you actually think back, it was huge. It was the, uh, yeah. well, basically like because you're ripping of... a whole, not only a culture at like from, you know, and this stuff's part of your, um, part of your makeup as a, as identity. a society and a yeah, culture yeah, yeah. and yeah, an identity yeah. both more broadly and as an individual. Yeah. So to be, and also the way that the government makes those kinds of, you know, that was a knee jerk one that was media frenzied, conservative um, politicians. Yeah, it was after the that, one punch, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. By yeah. someone yeah. who was gang affiliated, you know, yeah. who weren't from the inner city anyway. Yeah. So like, it was a situation that didn't have anything to do with the cross. Yeah. Which was again, and, and you know, even if it was, it didn't reflect the culture at other no. nightlife precincts in the area. No. Not I to just quickly say as well, do you remember the circle <laughs> for it as well, for the lockout? 
My favourite. What do you mean? Just like it started around where the IMAX was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just went all the way around. Got and to the, the casino. <laughs> <laughs> just cut out of the casino. I was just like, oh, Honestly. Geez. That's a circle, isn't it? <laughs> That's it. And yeah, I, sorry, I would. Just remind no, me no. It's, it's a great point. And I would have laughed with you if I hadn't no, cr- yeah, no, cried no, so no, much exactly. already. Because, <laughs> because it's fucking like it was just so blatantly. Corrupt yeah. the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing was so like there was yeah. property interests yep. that were so obvious. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. journalists were like, "This is what the A, B, and C is yeah. to that that has caused this," and it was obvious. Apartments went straight up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this is you know, um, I think Bobby O'Farrell first was the one who brought it in just before the whole um, Penfolds oh. uh, uh, scandal with him. You know, okay. yeah, the Penfolds Grange, and um, which. It's a little reference in the book as well. Oh, is there? The Grange? The, the Grange itself. So that not every, like I've referenced a lot of political bits and pieces, but they're just details oh. woven in like little, yeah, little nice. thread. Yeah, mm. nice. So it's not, no, Bobby's not mentioned. No one's, no one's mentioned. But yeah. it alludes But you'll, it. you'll notice yeah. little, you know, yep. the king chomps an on- a raw onion at one point. Uh, <laughs> bits like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who could that be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So that so the so political the seeds were being planted during this time seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. So and I started writing it. Yeah, end of twenty sixteen. Let's say yep. start of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up doing like a semesters of worth of secondary English teaching uh, yeah. by distance because I didn't know what I was doing with yeah. my life still. Yeah. And I got an offer to go back to run the Saturdays at World Bar. Nice. Um, World Bar. Oh, oh yeah, 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 dude. Tea time. Tea time. Don't. Drink straight from the nozzle of the teacup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we won't do it. I sw- <laughs> <laughs> We warned you. No, you oh, didn't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and I loved it too, but I copped it at, you know, at a time when, well, yeah, I don't, you know, we don't have to go too deep into the world bar stories, yeah, but yeah. the general thing was we were getting treated as an industry and not just the music industry and the entertainment industry. You're talking hospitality more broadly. You're talking yeah. food service and late night food offerings. You're talking yeah. people that have spent money and bought businesses and paying like commercial rent yeah. on restaurants that could no longer get patrons through the fucking door. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I just Lives. never understood about <laughs> some of the um, measures was the one where they, they even had like caps on when bottlers could close. It's like, so just yeah. so you know, so it's illegal to drink outside. Like it's like you can't just have a, like a sp- bottle of spirits on the it's street already, and drink. Yeah. So so the, exactly. so people who are leaving a club or leaving a venue and wanting to buy alcohol so they can drink at your house, you're basically saying you're not allowed to drink anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. you just no alcohol for you for the rest of the night. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't you mm. want someone to go? Oh, I've had, had enough of the club or whatever. I might want to get a wine and go home. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a weird like counter. Then Jimmy Brings was founded. This this is now I've seen connections between this and the book now when you talk about the Tell us about the book, yeah. What, what state. I could see it all feeding yeah. in, man. Starting so maybe now's so, a good yeah, time yeah. to Well like yeah. and, and I guess what Gee, what you've just touched upon is this attitude that the government still has, uh, that we're all kind of children that need to be taken care of. Mm. Um I mean that's most prop you know, prominent with how the government deals with first nations issues and always mm. has been. And, you know, literally was like, we need to take you know, the Aboriginal protection board and all that shit. Yep. Um, not to mention convicts that were brought over and this whole country being founded upon like authority must take care of these 
poor little fucks, basically. Yeah. Mm. Whether they were white convicts or even settlers, to be honest, yeah. Yeah. Um, or the First Nations people that were already here for 60 to 80,000 years. Mm. Um, so that has continued today. Like we still have all of the same, like our police structure is this, is this whole caretaker thing of like, you can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. The citizen cannot be trusted with his own personal responsibility. And that I think is one of the biggest foundations of the book. Right. Yes. Is this whole like the, so the, the, Greg's going to be reading this all night, bro. It's not that long, which is good. I I love the length of the book. First of all, wow. Is that not a backhand compliment? It's not even long as well, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. And and Greg, 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 it's in big font, mate. (laughs) It's in everything. It's got pictures. What I meant was, you can get through it in a night. And it is written for people that don't normally read. Dude, that's me. I love that. He just knew what a book was tonight. My first book is going to be the villain edit. Second one's going to be the ore. There you go. And it's probably, that was the villain edit. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the that's the social media. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not the social media, the uh, reality the reality TV, TV yeah, one, yeah. yeah. Um oh, wow. but no, I did write it again where uh, and I am not someone I love reading but only something that's half decent. If, you know, mm. if you're making someone read something that you've put out, yep. you want you don't want it to be laborious. Yes. Um and I've read a lot of, you know, writing yeah, that's yeah. just kind of taking Hate itself it. too seriously. Yes. Yeah. So these are generally, some chapters are a bit longer, but it's generally short chapters. Mm. The writing, um, I still want to be descriptive, but like I also want efficiency. So I'm just like, let's get through the, the story and um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and get yeah, on with it. That's, that's so interesting, man. Because mm-hmm. I, I, when I was talking to Chimera about like the book, he was just giving me like some rough ideas. And mm. I think one of the ideas I think is about like dystopian kind of mm. themes and it's set in a different kind of time. The, let me be honest, the dystopian future that I think about is uh, Blade Runner from saying it at the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the HSC. Like they were yeah. like, yeah, this was the, one right. of the text set. Oh, tests. you did that. Yeah, we did Frankenstein Lucky Blade you. Runner, That's right? a good oh, combo. Man. Yeah, yeah. So it was very interesting, right? But the thing about dystopian kind of themes is that some people view it as like an escapism from what's happening and other people kind of mm. view it as like a mirror to society. And other people kind of talk about it in this way where it's like, it's actually showing us what the extremes of the decisions that are happening now, where they could end up. Mm. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking when you were setting your, it's in Sydney, right? Basically, just yeah. in Sydney. So, question, yeah. Okay. yeah. That was a good question. Yeah. Oh, man. So, <laughs> I'm just thinking over that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going yeah. no, no, to replay that question. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, and then I'm, just I'm answer. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. The three Browns. A jizz fest. <laughs> yeah, jizz Yeah, yeah. The three jizz fest. Can I just hear all your Vox Pops? <laughs> Based on shit you say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The org, it's called the org because the government in the book is called the org. Right. So it's a single party authoritarian Australia. Yeah. Um, the reason I made it that way and the kind of dystopia that it is, it's so it's not like a far flung future dystopia. There's actually references to the, I've kept certain references so that it's kind of set you know, you know, it's kind of reflecting this period of time. Right. For example, there's 
you know, I, I think I referenced Tracy Grimshaw grilling me grimly on a current affair. Hey, <laughs> yeah, love guys. the alliteration. Good, love the wordplay. Yeah. I did yeah, like wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a quote right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that part in the book. That was good. So stuff like that. Yep. Um, and and uh, another big thing is the light rail is it just constantly getting done in the book. Yeah. Oh my so god, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> I was having this conversation today. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I mean, the light rail's done now, yeah, but yeah. like. In the book, well, yeah, not in Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Fucking still got a bit more time to go. Well, there yeah. you go. And um, it, it, so there are some 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 markers in the sand in that sense, mm. but it's it's the whole point is that it's a parallel slash surreal Sydney. Um, but again, it's it's referencing government policies that exist, right? Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, taking them to that little f- next step and just seeing what that looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. But a lot of, I mean, some of the stuff that happened. So the the police are called the protectors. Mm-hmm. The government officials are called the servants or mm-hmm. civil servants. Mm. Um, those are the two kind of main, cl- you know, uh, group. I think that I, I, after Trump, after I saw some of Trump's, like um, he brought out a bunch of the Girl Scouts or something or the little girls with their red and white st- flag oh, dance like yeah, these yeah. dances that looked a lot like kim jong-un's dances oh, yeah one of the rallies or something yeah yeah and yeah. i was like thank you i'll use that um <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, I chucked in the scouts because again propaganda works best on the children right yeah, so that's... if you're going to have a proper authoritarian regime they would have a program for the youth yeah um as all yeah. great regimes yeah. have done yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the way i like the names for like the yeah that because it's like you're not being like rude and like a big you know they're yeah. And this is which would be very Aussie. Like, similar, like villain, like oh, that's the mm. haters or something. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the org, but it still sounds it's like, a bit like, ominous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the like, and sound, the protectors. Yeah, exactly. They sound. Who are they protecting? Yeah, 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 love that. But love you seem that. like someone that would infuse humor. Yeah. A lot into the. Uh, you're like funny, funny guy, fuck but you yeah. Have like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like it would be in there. Like there would be like jokes and shit, like things yeah. that you'd yeah. read. Did and you you'd try do. and do that to make sure that? Yeah, the, my style, as you can probably tell, yeah. is um, like I, I I care about a lot of real important things, but you gotta talk shit throughout it. You know, yeah. like you 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 know. We were actually talking about you uh, and some of the uh, the political work you've been doing, Keith, and some of my political work that I've done, and the the idea that if you're gonna be dealing with really important stuff that affect a, a large group of people, that that's important, but you also need to be able to package it and present it ways that people can relate to. And not everyone is this be a real like, person. Be a real person, and yeah. and if you're writing about stuff like that's, I mean, I I couldn't, I, um, you know, Margaret Atwood is a is a queen of of, of dystopian fiction with yep. The Handmaid's Tale. That was my year twelve text. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I found I. It's too much for me. It's yeah. too tense. Too it's right. it's too heavy. Yeah. The 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 TV show. I was just like, this isn't. I not going to enjoy this. Like yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. too I, much. So I feel. So I wanted a dystopia that you could have fun with. Yeah. So there was still, and I think the early versions were probably more on the light side and less scary. And I think. Yeah. As I once I'd done the first draft and realized I had to basically rewrite the whole second half of it mm-hmm. and re rethread it all, mm-hmm. um, I started looking at craft a lot more because yeah. you know I kind of sh- shat this out, like vomited it onto the page <laughs> over <laughs> over several years, and yeah. then realized I didn't know what I was. I knew what I was doing to some extent, but How did yeah. to finish a full novel takes away? a lot. Yeah. So, and I hadn't been, you know, I'd been doing other things. I hadn't been doing 
yeah. English studies for four years at uni. I'd been you yeah. know, doing NAFTA. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I have to actually come back and double check what the craft is, what the 101s are. And not just of, you know, like I'm kind of using, you know, there's a, there's a romance that kind of anchors the whole, the whole thing. I didn't mm. even know about tropes. So there's a whole mm. thing in romance where you have the single, the, you know, the one bed trope or the, the lovers, uh, the enemies to lovers trope right. or the, yeah, yeah. all these kind of things. And I was like, oh, there's all this stuff to play with that I didn't even realize. Um, like little formulas that have worked. Formulas, exactly. Different and the, genres. And, and that audiences love that, yeah. and that yeah, audiences yeah. know and love. It's like a biochemistry thing, isn't it? They've, they've, they've seen it the same kind of story over time, so they're like used to it, so mm. they kind of are comfortable with that. It's familiar. Familiar, yeah. yeah it's familiar and you know what you like, you kind of, yeah. you know, like, oh, that's given me a rush before yeah. and, yeah. you know, maybe I could get Freud in with this to why or I can just pick up another book that's the yeah. same. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with option both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so this, it was, it's important for me to have a writing style uh, that can hit those hard issues but serving it in a way that's fun, yeah. that's cheeky. Yeah. And I think that's just going to be the most genuine way for me to write yeah, nice. as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the new book that I've written, I'm trying to make every first line of the chapter just like, oh, like that's funny, but also what? Is yeah, it? Like, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is like scary. There's, th there's intrigue, blah, blah. And in this one, yeah, like I got back to first principles and learned like, what do you do in a thriller? You know, what yeah. are some of the techniques? I didn't have a clock in there. So a clock in a, mm. in a thriller. Uh, what's that TV show? 24? 24. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Literally the whole premise is yep. based off a building block of the thriller genre. Yep. Start with a cl clock countdown. Yep. Like yeah. auto automatically. I feel like the, yeah. the, the tension in this room just tightened a little bit. It's just yeah. like, it's true. oh, you know, like, so if yeah. you've got a countdown to something, the human brain's like, oh shit, shit's going to happen. You know, yeah. so you get this expectation, expectation yeah. this thriller yeah. tension. Yeah, and even like the the detective ones, one of the common tropes is like they always start with the penultimate thing. So it's like all, yeah. you know, it's like one step from the exactly. solving, and then they run back and yeah, go yeah. to the mystery. How do we say, get here? How do we get yeah. here? And then they end on that scene. Yeah, to find out who the person is. Right, like little carrot. Like, Little carrot, yes. but keeps yeah. you like going, keeps you interested. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Goosebumps, yeah. <laughs> R.L. Stein, shout out. <laughs> hey, hey. Page 47. I love those, but Can <laughs> I just say, if we're doing a podcast on my writing career, yeah. it all started, re I started reading R.L. Stein. No, I was no, like, good. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't the only one. So we should expect a book from Greg pretty yeah. soon. Animals all right, cool. and all that sort yeah, of animals stuff. Animals. 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 Before I ever had a computer, I was like, how do they make the how do they paint the image yeah. of the a cover of the changing a human, human into the cat? Oh, that yeah. was blew my mind. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Now we've got AI. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. you, you just write it. Well, like from a, this is like man as an overthinker. Are you when you talk about oh you know you should write something down? Are you old school pen and paper? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you still do a lot of that, or are you very much you've gone to laptop? You're an Apple guy. You sit on there and write your notes, or are you I'm still a, very much? I'm not a not an Apple guy for the record. <laughs> not that I care. Not that I care. The Apple people word? apparently care. One but of I don't. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other way around. I prefer oh, just yeah, paying a little bit less for the same thing. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I I start pen and paper. Yeah. Ideas always pen and paper. Mm. Um, I, it's just a good. A lot of things these days are digital. A lot of, you know, I'm, yeah. you're already on your computer, so you might as well 
you know, feel feel things more as much as you can, right? That's what I was going to ask that. Is there all motion yeah, when you're writing paper? So yeah. is it you feel like yes, you yeah. may be like, you know, you're pressing harder on the paper. <laughs> yeah. you know, so there's a bit more meaning behind that yeah. line when you write it. I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want ever want to write. I think I listened to a podcast with like Neil Gaiman with Tim Ferriss recently. Oh, yeah. And he's, you know, I think he still writes like, or at least for many of his books earlier on and was still writing full manuscripts uh, by hand. And I'm like, that's dumb. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Can you imagine how long or that would take? Or even a typewriter. I mean, so, like, which I wouldn't mind just mucking around mucking with. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. novelty. Yeah. Yeah. Write a letter. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, just write a letter with one. Yeah. yeah. Not a dystopian a future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, a word, well, a tagline rather that stood out to me, which... I'm sure the listeners, Aussie listeners will really relate to was 1984 meets Batuta Advocate. That's yeah, how you that's describe my, this that's book. My I think that's elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The elevator pitch Orwellian. is that. Orwellian. With Clancy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Clancy. Clance. Clancy overall. The Batuta. You can feel the Sydney, the Aussie come through. You can feel the Larrikin, which yeah. you've got too, right? And I think the Larrikin's, issues too. you know, to your uh, question about like the humor in it, the larrikin, I think, was really important because, mm. again, this is, I mean, I wrote this with the hope that Americans and et cetera will, will pick it up eventually once I bother start bothering to advertise in that mm. direction. But it is, a, I, I, I don't get excited by much Australian fiction. Yeah. Um, and there's also not heaps of it that's gone mainstream culture. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's some really good stuff coming out, especially, actually, you know, out Western Sydney, um, some amazing stories coming out of here. Um, and then a lot of fil- like television is starting to catch up as well on mm-hmm. the Australian side, but I wanted to like, I also see so much amazing non-fiction. So like independent news, yeah. Yeah. like, you know, uh, shout out to, I mean, Hannah Ferguson who runs Chick Media. She's put, just put a, a non-fiction book out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, uh, non-fiction Australian writers, even Grace Tame, yep. you know, people doing really important, pushing really important messages. Um, yeah. But a lot of it is in non-fiction. Yeah. yeah. So another purpose for this was to me to like get something that's quite Australian yeah. um, and really make it, you know, give it a power across multiple different yeah. angles on mm. what it is like to live yeah. uh, in urban Australia. Yeah. And again, you can't do that without doing the larrikin element. And I also just personally couldn't do it without my yeah. larrikin element. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the first line is, um, or, or the first section is like the one, there's two main characters that goes back and forth. First, per, they call it dual POV. So right. dual per, uh, point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah. So each, each chapter goes back and forth between, yeah, yeah, man. No, I've heard of POV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unite English. <laughs> Out of all the, you've been on CJ5700 and yeah. all that, like, nah, Tractor. POV. Tractor, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. CD, <laughs> CDJ. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Word processor. Yeah. Windows yeah. 98. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have to have yeah. uh, a, a sense of humor. Also, like, it's, it's some dark shit that our government does, man. Well, and that's what I was about to ask. I feel like comedians are the only ones that can actually approach subjects mm. like that and put it out there for people to not feel like you're you're pushing something down my throat. And mm. that's the like thing. Just, and that's that might be another. Like, you, I think you need a fun. Great way to, yeah. yeah, you need uh, yeah. you need. Pl- I think again, you know, to something more fundamental about humans. We need play. play that's yeah. how that's how children learn. Yeah. That's how adults learn. It's a very and good I point. and you know you need to put the medicine in the peanut butter sometimes. 
Um, and the world's a heavy place, bro. As, and a lot of, and again, going back to a lot of that nonfiction that is mm. around, um, that's extremely important, very hard hitting, all based in fact, and like everyone's doing such amazing journalistic work, especially in the independent side in Australia. But I, I, I can't take it constantly. I, I you know, I yeah. know the world's fucked. I know exactly how it's fucked. <laughs> Sometimes I want, you know, and it's why Black Mirror, for example, yes. you know, Cha so I don't know if we've mentioned yet, but Charm actually wrote uh, one of the reviews that has landed on the back cover. So thank you, Charm. Mate, my pleasure. Um, Absolute pleasure. Mate. Thank <laughs> you for asking me. No, of course. Um, and then shout out to Professor Dr. Catherine Lumby, mm. who did the other one. Um, and um, also Jenny Valentish and uh, Eddie Amador, who have also uh, given some lovely blurb reviews. Um, but you all two made at the cover, so oh, thank you. Oh, man, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. is getting prime position in the bookshelf now. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to face it, <laughs> yeah. you know, Ooh. with my little Have review. Have I told you about my... No, I haven't told you about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my book. Do you know that I review books now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, yeah. my... You ever heard of 1984 before? Yeah, if you want to. Sit down. How long have you got? Yeah, you know I'm a published book cover. You don't want the bottom of this... You can turn it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, turn it around. Get out I'm of the bottom. That yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you referenced in your review yeah. uh, Black Mirror, yes. for example, and Black Mirror. I mean, is actually quite Which chilling. We've covered on the podcast before. Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it has those real life, um, you know, implications and 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 reflections, um, they're done in ways that are entertaining. I wouldn't say they're f necessarily always fun. There's yeah. pretty horrific things that go down yeah, on that show. Nice. But again, it's fiction, and that's the going back to like the, the genre, I guess, putting aside the romance side and, mm. and the queer explorations that are all in that, um, dystopias in fiction are so important. And there's a reason 1984 and the term Orwellian exists. It's because mm. of how much of an impact it has on the human psyche in understanding how governments work, how our social systems work, yeah. and then how humans respond yeah. to those and how they are forced to live within these structures. Yeah. Um, world, that book. Well, there you yeah. go. You know, oh, honestly, that it, changed, honestly changed my whole mind. And, and we use, it's funny, like mum is now, and a lot of people actually have been saying, oh, like, like referring to the Australian government as the org now, right. or like even, oh, really? even my editor yeah. was like, she was like, she's also got another job and she's like, oh yeah, having some issues with my other job, you know, very org like scenario. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Wow. And, and, but because dystop if dystopians hit right, then they Spot become on. part of your nomenclature. Yes. Like Orwellian becomes part of the vernacular of like so describing true. things that real governments do to you in yeah. real time, like right now. Yeah. And you can say, oh, that's Orwellian. Yeah. Or something's happening Animal with the farm. Like and yeah, yep. something happens with the media or some cover up and you're like, that's Orwellian as fuck, you yep. know, mobile yeah. phone shit, social media, yeah, yeah. Orwellian. Um, so to, and again, to your thing about, oh, changing the names of things to like mm. police to protectors. Yeah. That allows you to play with it even more and yeah. go like, and, and go, oh yeah. And it also allows you to be a bit nastier as well. Like yeah. you can, you can really make them more monstrous because then you're not commenting on something that's real. Yes. Even though you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's still fictitious. It right? is. But, but, but yeah. and, and I will say like, there are some things that have happened to me and to other friends in this book that I've fictionalized at the hands of police and they've been pretty fucking terrible. Um, and wow. But I also, I'm like, they work within a, a structure. Yeah. They work to the incentives where, you know, that the job isn't no crime. The yeah. job is arrests. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. They, that's, it's kind of around the wrong way. Yeah. Um, if you want 
the goal of no crime, well, you have to start that in education, in healthcare, in yeah. the economic situations, um, which no one really wants to tackle There's properly. A lot of complex layers. Well, sorry, right? a lot yeah, of people yeah. want to tackle properly, and a lot of people are trying. And I know you definitely know that, Chom, from yeah, your work. Yeah. Um, so, like, there is that level of motivation, but politically, that's a whole other kettle of fish yeah. to yeah. actually manage people in Parliament and yeah. go, hey, can we actually get... Because you're talking about broad-scale, systematic, fundamental change. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, to, to, like, existing structures, A, so you have to somehow yeah. dismantle or change them from within. And B, you're talking about how humans who are already alive today, who've already got decades of life experience... How are they going to, like, you know, you have to be very neuroplastic to, like, mm. want any of this. Yeah. You have to be, like, I'm willing to go through uh, a, a period of upheaval for my kids' generation. Yeah. yeah. Even if I don't know if it's the right thing to do. So, like, when we, hear, you know, hear things like defund the police and it's like, and I know why that was so controversial because, mm. you know, you do need to, like, you know, the police industrial complex, military industrial complex, it's very real things mm. that aren't necessarily in favor of a humanistic approach to yeah. your, your, your local community. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does put money in someone's pocket yeah. under the guise of safety. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that guise is another thing that I really brought through the org in the book, everything's, and, and it's what we copped around the drug conversation yeah. with the clubbing mm -hmm. or sorry, the alcohol issue and alcohol fueled violence with the clubbing and lockout laws mm -hmm. and then i was a music festival manager during um that period where we had about five overdoses right. um in one of the summer periods um and the state government under Gladys berejiklian ordered a um uh an inquisition on that um it was a, sorry it was a coroner's inquiry they yeah. got the coroner's inquiry back made all these recommendations and they didn't follow through with five of the most important ones, mm -hmm. which would basically legalize as much of yeah. this or at least decriminalize as much of this as you can to make it, remove mm -hmm. it from the black market, yeah. mm -hmm. remove the impurities and then do other, a few other X, Y, Zers. Right. Um, if, if you're not going to do that, then bring in, um, pill testing, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then there's, you know, I think another article just came out a day or two ago about, um, the lack of mental health mm -hmm. experts, uh, sorry, mental health experts have been blocked from New South Wales police operations. There's right. all this stuff around mental health um, yeah. training being slow, like taken out of the police training. And that all shows on the ground in the dealings that I've had, especially back when I was working in the, in the music world where you do have to rub up against mm. the police force a lot mm. because if you have a liquor license, you're at your subject to them yeah. coming in and yeah. doing anything. So it's kind of like your lived experience obviously is like fictionalized, but is used to talk about issues that you're passionate about Absolutely. through the lens of humor as well. So it sounds like a great read. Uh, where, can oh, shit, yeah. where, where can we get it, man? Oh, where, shit, yeah. I want to I buy plug time, one. Man. I'll plug it. Yeah. <laughs> can I get a woof? Woof, woof. Get a woof, get a woof. Woot. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. Um, so you can uh, get this. I think the best way at the moment is, unless you get it directly from me, at a market stall or actually this, like when is this going to air? Do we know? Oh, this will be sometime this week. Yeah. yeah. I reckon we'll do it. Yeah. This week. Oh, this could even be, be soon, eh? if it's out before Thursday where it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a delicious little Monday evening out here. That's right. Um, Thursday evening is the actual launch party. Yep. So that's going to have 
some D, you know, classic style of me. Yep. DJs. Uh, it's being sponsored by Fella, the seltzer company. Um, for oh, some wow. Bit, nice. bit of product, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. on our Instagram as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll we'll have a Fella. Yeah. 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 We'll try one. I know a Fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of yeah. Fellas. Uh, yeah. I know a Fella. Hook it in. You know. <laughs> uh, woof. So glad someone got it. Uh, but and that and that's actually it's it's being hosted um, in Annandale on yep. Parramatta Road. Um, nice. Shout out to my friends at Our Secret Spot, which is a venue I DJ. Nice. That's a whole other Very conversation nice. if yeah. you want to go into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's something that you know I'll be selling books there, awesome. um, and then I'm going to be doing marketplace market stalls. Uh, on various Saturdays in like Glebe and other places. Oh, but, beautiful. Yeah, but oh, nice. other than all that, uh, you're more than welcome to just jump on Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The um, link will be in the episode description this week yeah, across hey, all platforms. No hey, doubt hey, about hey, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'll be um I think that it's 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 on like Booktopia and stuff. It's yep. interesting. Quick little insight into self publishing. Because mm. this is self published, so I've had to do all the Yeah. Bullshit, uh, myself, yeah. you know. Yeah, end to end, man. End to end. If it goes um, number one, you'll be able to go. That's oh, it's gonna feel good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. That was all me. <laughs> well, one, one day, one day. One day yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, although I didn't do it all myself, I had a lovely editor, Katie Cairns. Uh, shout out. Um, yeah. my, uh, designer, Nada Bakovic, who is, um, now a freelancer, but has worked with most of the established publishers. She's really good. And of course, uh, Scotty Marsh, Scotty. the, the, the renowned controversial graffiti artist who, um, is responsible for such masterpieces as Kanye kissing Kanye, Tony Abbott marrying Tony Abbott. Um, wow, okay. the Gina wow. Reinhardt, yeah. like there's one of like Gina Reinhardt on a throne of money and like yeah, yeah. Barnaby Joyce is a little baby sucking That's on her teat. Yeah. Danny How Lim, good. our boy Danny, Danny Lim, Lim in Chippendale. In Chippo, yeah. yeah um, and wow. Good old Assange. And he did. Yeah, recently. absolutely. Yeah, so, in George Street. And, and we were talking about this earlier, about I just wanted collaborators, especially someone on the visuals. Like, it's a beautiful bit of art. It is. Um, Hold this up. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, I, got, I got the light. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. light. <laughs> that is gorgeous, Ed. And so um, I wanted as color. many collaborators that were with the ethos, you yeah. know, like that. And that not just for this for their association with this the project. Bottom, yeah, Just to yeah. the bottom. Thanks, man. Chimera. Chimera, yeah, Chimera. <laughs> Love the photo, like, by the way. It's a great Thank shot. Man. i got to yeah. sell it somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about confidence uh, shots, bro. That's, yeah. that's you in full flow. I yeah. love it. That's oh, brilliant. Although man. I apologize. That's like Chimera. Uh, fucking, what do we got? Amnesty International thinkers, but I couldn't fit three Browns podcasts. Oh, in no. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Second book. Yeah, the second, second book. See, if you would have done that, I would have had you on the show. Anytime you wanted. That's amazing. But no, that looks, um, that's awesome. Mate, and and yeah. part of that um, art, because he, not only does he do all these crazy, um, like politically sensitive uh, works, he does a lot of native flora stuff like this. So this yeah. is, um, this is one of, uh, this was on a canvas. It wasn't on the, in the streets, but, Beautiful. um, I mean, I think Westfield have commissioned him for these massive ones it's, wow. um, in some of the Westfields. So, and he, he's just done a Melbourne exhibition where a lot of it's, yeah, just native plants and That's they so just good. look beautiful. Yeah. Um, and part in the story, there's this whole like nature versus city or nature versus you know, fake shit, yeah. which we all feel, you know, especially, you know, when you're, when you're living in the city and there's just not enough green space or yes, dude. garbage, yes. garbage is just everywhere. Yep. Um, so in the story, and this is like the first thing that 
Christina says in her first chapter, I think the first line is, um, the, the trees are strange here, not like the country. Oh. Um, not, not like out in the country. So yeah. the reason is in the city, in this, in the org world, all of the trees in the city are hooked up to like IV drips. Right. So the, all the trees have these kind of weird, like sap veins, they're kind of like weird and mad, like they, yeah. they have, it's, there's this kind artificial of magical feeding. realism element yeah. to it. Yeah. And right. it, yeah, exactly. An artificial feed, um, as if they couldn't survive without yeah, the government just... or the org pumping it full of shit or something. Oh, so that's I this idea it. of like, <laughs> I love it. which again, it's a metaphor that, yeah. and, and yeah. I never actually explain fully what it, and I, and I've copped a little bit of like feedback, um, from some of the reviewers going like, you know, this element of nature doesn't get fully explained yes. in terms of like causation. Yeah, I don't explain it why it's it. happening there, but yeah. I have a lot of discussion throughout the book around like this desire to get back to nature or like nature being yeah. rebellious and not just nature generally, but human nature. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that if you have an authoritarian regime or just any government that yeah. wants to restrict you or like we said, treat you like a fucking child yeah. um, and not respect you as a citizen, mm-hmm. yeah. then your human nature will rebel against that. Yeah. You will feel tension in of the course, air, yeah. going to school or work, knowing that you might be, you know, arrested for whatever reason, you know, yeah. and especially people that, um, you know, like have had bad experiences such as myself, you know, that gets reinforced every time. And then yeah. you hear a siren and it's like, eh. um, yeah. so that idea of nature also having this war with the city, yep. yeah. which often is the case, you know, like, green space doesn't necessarily pay the bills but no. like car parks do yeah yes. yeah big commercial investment um yeah. towers do they don't need and we got a rental crisis people just need a, a room that they can lock yeah. that's right if you can get some trees and green space sure but you know yeah. let them put pot plants in their fucking house yeah. and yeah. we'll take the money right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so that's this attitude that capitalism has kind of brought us to these days where it's just purely it's just so exploitative that it doesn't yeah. work anymore because you just now, you know, have us all preying on each other. Yeah. 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 100%. And again, all through the all book. Through that's, the book. That's the, you know, and, and yeah. anything that you haven't covered, I'm telling you now, I'm calling it, this will be a limited series. This will, <laughs> will be a six yeah. episode series one day. And I'm sure you'll be able to add in the part about the trees. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Dude. I love it. Let I love it. Think. Yeah, exactly. Let them think don't make it obvious. Imagine themselves. Otherwise, you don't write them exactly the thoughts for them. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows. knows. Brother, it's been honestly an absolute pleasure having Honestly, you here. Thank so you. good to, so to connect, no, see no, your I, story. Yeah, very interesting, bro. My pleasure. Keen um, to read the book. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like. Greg's got some more questions for me, but we can we can yeah. leave that for a beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for a beer, I won't do that for a beer because you might get sick of it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Never, honestly, never. It's so cool. It's so great to hear everything that you've gone through, man. Thank you for explaining that as well. Yeah, I'm yeah, no worries. Might feel it gets sticky sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but I like it, dude. I like it. Don't ever change the way you deliver it as well. I That's it. Because mm. I yeah, because I feel like something might not. Mm. Yeah, well, there. Do, do you think it's inherent when you're dealing with taboo and controversies? That's but what, yeah, yeah that's spoke. what I mean. Artists, yeah, we can live in that space. You, you think. And you need yeah. artists in there to express, tell the truth, make people think. It's yeah. just so important, bro. So I really respect it, what you've put yeah, out. Thank you again. I respect the journey of a thought and a couple of ideas to what it is today. Woof. Chatting about it, and whoever reads it, I'm sure will be. 
you know, yeah. loving woofing it. Away. Woofing yeah. away. Yeah. Woof, baby. You're going to fucking love it. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I'm right. so stoked for you all to have me here and, and, and shout out to all the Three Browns listeners. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we love you. Yeah. Um, even if I can't see you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you on again. Absolutely. 100%, brother. Till the next book. Thank you, Thank you guys. Have a good one, guys. Mwah. Mwah.